Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. Today is a special day in space and astronomy history, or it might be. A couple of hours ago, all being well, the James Webb Space Telescope should have been launched. I say this because this show was recorded a few days ago, and the James Webb is the most anticipated and delayed telescope ever. So much so that astronomers call it the late James Webb Telescope, and it is about 15 years behind schedule. The delays are for good reason. This is by far the most complicated feat of astronomical engineering, made more so by the fact that this telescope is going to find its resting place at the far side of the Moon. And unlike the nearby Hubble Space Telescope, which is a mere 500 odd kilometres above the surface of the Earth, no one can go and fix this if it doesn't work. The most complex and expensive space observatory ever built has pushed engineers and technologies to their limits. This has been some 30 years in the making, and has cost around 10 billion US dollars. Yes, 10 billion. The largest piece of the spacecraft, and one without which the mission would be impossible, is its tennis court sized sunshield made of five layers of an aluminium coated space blanket material called Kapton. Sounds very Superman, Kapton. The sunshield will unfurl in space before the telescope reaches its destination in one of the most nerve wracking parts of the spacecraft's post launch deployment sequence. If it doesn't fully deploy, the telescope won't work. It's folded up and, like a piece of origami, will unfurl in space. And although it's been tested many times on the ground, nothing like this has ever been flown in space before. And the lack of gravity changes things. The Sun Shield is James Webb Space Telescope's only cooling mechanism. And nestled behind it, the mirrors and the four never-before-flown instruments will remain far below freezing at minus 217 degrees. The sun-facing side, on the other hand, will be incredibly hot at 128 degrees, a bit like Cape Town. The sun shield is like sunscreen with an SPF of at least a million in terms of how much it attenuates the solar energy. And this is to passively cool down cold enough so that the observations are not limited by the glow from the telescope itself. Since the James Webb has been designed with a particular science case in mind, that of infrared observations, it's like a big heat seeker looking for signs of radiation from the beginnings of the universe and any heat generated by the instrument itself will affect the observations. The sunshield is not a simple parasol. A lot of clever engineering went into its design. There are five layers of this ultralight Kapton material and they're precisely spaced so that the heat absorbed by each layer is perfectly radiated away from the spacecraft through these little gaps. And while super thin and ultralight, the material is also very sturdy, enough to survive bombardment by meteorites. The JWST will capture seven times more light particles than the Hubble Space Telescope as it has a six and a half meter mirror, which is large by any astronomy standards. For the JWST to be launched, given its huge size and the limitations of rocket diameters, it has to be folded up many times. The widest rocket fairing available when the web was designed was Europe's Ariane 5 rocket and the telescope's mirror is more than one meter too wide to fit in that. The mirror is made up of 18 hexagonal segments 
each one and a third meters across and it collapses like an origami for the launch. Once in space, these elements unfold, locking together. The jigsaw puzzle is so finely tuned that once the mirror is fully aligned, the seams between the individual segments will be perfectly smooth. Aligning the mirror once in space will be an intricate endeavor of several months, relying on one of the cameras aboard the spacecraft. So this is a bit like the Southern African Large Telescope, which is also a segmented mirror, which you can go and admire up in Sutherland, and imagine trying to align that in the depths of space up there beyond the moon. So I really do hope that it launched and everything went fine and we're going to see some extremely interesting images from the beginning of space and time. For now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies. FM.